Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Forever. Dog. Hey everybody, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to part two of Midnight Snack. I'm here with my guest this week, Ben Mandelker. Now I'm saying it the other way. And Ronnie Karam of the Watch What Happens. That's hilarious. Of Watch What Crappens. This is wine. This is why I can't drink. We did it to ourselves, too. We, yeah, you know. you know what? Actually, one of the joys about having our silly name for our podcast is that every now and then a, a real deal celebrity gets confused. <gasps> and one time, Kelly Ripa tagged us. Oh. I was like, "I'm on Watch What Crap." Like she was like, oh, "Here I am backstage," and like we had like a blue dot that was like Kelly Ripa mentioned you, and I was like, "It's happening! It's happening!" And then I realized she just fully had a typo. I am yeah. legitimately She's blocked us now. <laughs> definitely blocked you, but honestly, that's exciting. I honestly, all I want is for well, Kelly Ripa to think I'm funny. And like fun. That's it. Do you if she doesn't she's... think that you're funny, then she has something wrong with her. Yeah. Brain. And do you I'm... think she's a monster in real life? I think she's a monster. I hear rumors that she's a monster in real As life. As someone what who likes you? to work in the industry, I've heard she is the loveliest, most kind. <laughs> I can't even believe you'd say that on my podcast. Where Tracy, edit that out, please. Oh, um... sorry. <laughs> what? You don't want to work with Jennifer Lopez or what? Um, yeah, I can call back to Tuesday. I like it. I deserve it. Go on. Yeah, you're not worried about JLo, but you're worried about Kelly. Well, what am I going to work with JLo on? I mean, she's not going to be on a panel show anytime soon. Maybe JLo is ready to panel. Yeah, she is ready to panel. Yeah, you think JLo's ready to panel? Ready to panel. Do you remember when she came out with that cop show on NBC and we're like, is JLo doing a cop show on NBC? She will do that. She will do it. Great in it. Wait, she was on blue, blue something. Well, she yeah, was an out of sight. That's what I thought you were talking about. This is a different no, but show. She had, she had like a she had like a police procedural like three years with ago. Ray on NBC. Liotta. With Ray, Ray Liotta. With Ray Liotta. It was Ray a full on generic police show that J Lo started. It was not generic. How dare you? J Lo played a, a crooked cop. <laughs> J Lo TV show. Shades of Blue. That's what it Shades was. Oh yeah. yes. Missy Ray Liotta. She works. She. I would not be surprised if she comes out with a panel show. That's that seems like it's very up J Lo's. You know, it's called like the Alley. Reeler. 
Keeping it realer. <laughs> That's going to be the tagline on it. Um, bitty, bitty, I'm cock, s- cock. <laughs> bitty, bitty, cock, cock. <laughs> I would actually watch that. Boys, can we have a real talk? <laughs> well, you guys are recently on Watch What Happens with our, our yeah. king and savior, Andy Cohen. You know, it's funny with Andy. Let me say something about him. I've met him a number of times. Always been delightful with me. Never, you know, I was on Watch What Happens a hundred years ago when I was like literally just, I was like Kate Winslet on the door in Titanic on The View when they asked me to be on it. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, but anyways, long story short, he's always been kind to me, but my, you know, I always want to like be in the click with Andy and I know because I want that, it will never happen. I don't have that. I feel like he's yeah. just like really like worked out and takes good care of himself he and does. rich and successful and has a lot of gay friends like that and gays like that. I don't know. I'm terrified of gays like that because they're always like, ew. <laughs> this is how I imagine that they are when I walk in the room. <laughs> That's all I, I can see. So I'm kind of terrified naturally. You're t- I can understand. I, you know, I agree with that, though. I know what you mean. When there's like when I when a well, I say this as like an outsider in a way, so I don't want to. But if like I see like a super buff G, they'll usually adore me just because like I'm tall and funny. But. I know what you're saying, like, because I'm not being judged by them sexually, well, so it's, it's just like, like the sexual, free for it's me. Like the, uh, yeah, it's just like the gay uh, famous clique, you know, like when there's a bunch I of yeah. g- famous gays together. No, no one's ever really been mean to me, but I just can hear it. I can hear their thoughts. <laughs> Do you think that's in your head, though? <laughs> yeah, of course it's in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Okay, Hopefully, I mean, Hopefully I, I, I like resent them. I, I like. Whenever there's like power gays, I resent them or like circuit party gays or just like popular gays. It's like a weird thing where I'm like, I resent them because I feel like I'm on the outside. And then the moment they show like a glimmer of like, oh, you're funny, Ben. I'm like, I, all I want is their approval. I, I can't help it. Like all I want, I really just want everyone's approval at all times. I was going to say like, do you understand why I have social problems in life is that I seek approval, but when I don't get it, I'm like, a fucking gremlin with water on its back after midnight. I'm like, I will yeah. fucking kill you. You know what I mean? So I get it. Trust Same. me. Like, Same. you know what I, I mean? so many vendettas about oh, with so many people. That my no vendetta list. About. I'll be honest. I'm going to actually say something interesting. I have found, I'm going to say something in a vague way, but I have found in the past yes. few months, I think that quarantine has actually been illuminating for me in many ways. I'm going to have a, an honest mm-hmm. moment because you know, you have to reevaluate who your real friends are. I think a lot of people kind of had moments. I've lost some friends in quarantine, not from the virus, socially, <laughs> socially yeah. lost them. So it's not as depressing as it sounds. But I think that we all kind of reevaluated our lives. And I, I know it's happened with people who are in relationships where they're like, what am I doing here? Or some people really glommed onto each other, what have you. But what I found is that I think before this whole thing happened, I was like, honestly, a bit negative. Like I feel like I sort of thrived off of negativity a little bit, even in my comedy, Mm -hmm. not necessarily because I was always like funny and you know, you guys have known me a long time, but I feel like I have let go of so much like that whole people pleasing thing. I think it's taken me almost 40 years of my life to realize like that's bullshit. Like fuck that. Like I of course want people to like me because I am still annoying, but I also realize that like, it's just not going to happen. And the reasons are so beyond your control that to think that you can have actually any control over what people think of you is ridiculous because people, every single person, including all three of us are fucked up. So once I had that moment, that could be quarantine plus age plus you know, maturity and living, all these things. I'm, I feel very I maturity, free living, having yeah. an iconic car. I think all those things. I'm going to kill him. Really. <laughs> Did you get the <laughs> no, pictures by the real, way? Go on. They have not, the pictures have not come in. I'm kill it. No, but for real, I actually think I, I'm a pandemic may have accelerated some of those feelings, yes. but I, I felt like I've also gone through something like that. And, um, I, you know, I, I, I said, but I still will always care what people think. Of course. But I well, just had some real chips on my shoulders. Yeah, we are. We're just, that's just how we are. Mm-hmm. But I had some real chips on our shoulders. I know with our podcast, there was definitely like a period of time when I felt like we weren't getting our respect. And I was like, mm-hmm. like, we don't get invited to South by Southwest, da, 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 da. But you know, at this point, we actually have gone to South by Southwest and yeah. things like that. And it's sort of like one of those things where it's like, there's oh, always just, something like, bigger. Out. Well, <laughs> there's you let it go, bigger. it comes. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, there's you, always yeah. something bigger that you're being left out of. And it's like, you're not that important for the whole world to just, like, sp- that's what I've had. To, it's like, n- you're not important enough to hate, you know, like Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> All the things beautiful. you learn from TV. Like, 
But, you know, living in the South, I've learned to just take knowledge from little things you see in the Cracker Barrel. Like, you know, those signs that they sell, like, the only normal people are the ones you don't know too well. I'm like, you know what? That is true, Cracker Barrel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make this episode just going to be six minutes long because I'm ending it there. I can't continue. There are so many things, like, when you really just look around. You know, there's so many lessons in life. So yeah, I love lessons. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Have I, you guys changed? Let me ask you a question. And by the way, I just want to point something out. The pictures are still sending. Do you think that you guys have? I, they're, you're never going to get them. It's like I made it up. They're yeah. coming though. Do you think you guys have changed since? I, I can't imagine there's a person in the country or in the world who has not changed in some way since March in. America's case, but let's say January, February, March, since this shit blew up. But the question is, do you recognize where you've changed? Um, I don't know where I've changed. I probably have changed uh, in some ways. I think one thing that I've come to realize is that uh, I've actually been, by and large, I've I've always been like, I'm actually okay. Like, I'm, I'm happy being inside. And, you know, we work from home anyway. And so this wasn't that much of an adjustment. And, like, for the first few months, I definitely was like, like, I'm fine. And I still, by and large, feel fine. But um, at the end of August, I actually came down with a case of Bell's palsy. What? And I was Are like, you kidding me? <laughs> I had like a very minor Bell's palsy. How did moment. you find like, I had no idea, Ben. How did you find that out? I'm so sorry. No, it wasn't. No, there's nothing. It's fine. There's nothing to apologize for. Yeah, but that's for. scary. Um, but, uh, but thank you, though. But of it course. was, um, I felt like weird tingling in my cheek. And I was like, what's that? And so then I had to go to like urgent care. And the guy was, I, I thought, I thought I had botulism. I thought yes. I had eaten old pickled Ain't shallots. big, you know? Like if because you're going to have remember, something, have something fucking glamorous and famous, you know? Yes. Because I remember the episode of Empty Nest where <laughs> there was a kid who got botulism and the doctor stayed up all night trying to figure out what it was and finally figured out it was botulism. I know that from nonsense because all the nuns died from botulism. Is so that true? always seemed like so like musical theater and fabulous to just die of botulism. I have to say, you just triggered me with botulism. One quick thing is that one time my mom bought some kind of like Caesar salad dressing that came in a jar. I'll never forget it as long as I fucking live. And she opened it over the sink and it like shot up like a can of snakes. Like the, the dressing has <laughs> clearly something was wrong with it. And she dipped her finger in it and tasted it. And went, yeah. I think it's fine. Wait, close the jar again, opened it again. And it exploded again. And I remember being like, <laughs> And it clearly had been botulized and my mother survived. But I, to this day, I remember thinking this is the most horrifying food thing I've ever seen happen. Like, I can't believe it was literally like a science fiction movie with this ranch dressing or whatever the fuck it was. That's, is that what botulism does? It makes like things air. I think it poisons food. So it, it did something. It was like it is, rotten food, rotten well, dressing. Yeah. I, I had I had pickled some shallots and I was eating. And there I had, Touch them in about like a week and a half. So, yeah. so of course, this, on, like, of like, course this motherfucker, Otto like Lange part two, pickled some fucking shallots. Uh huh. Go on. And so I had put them on, I had put them on a taco. And I was like, this tastes weird. And I put, and I was like, and I had like a few more bites. I was like, is it weird or is it just me? And then I was like, I think this is weird. So I stopped eating them. And then that night I got the tingles. Oh, no. So I was like, and I was like, is this botulism? And then I saw you can get botulism from poorly pickled things. And I was what? like, those pickled things I made. So I was like, I was like, oh my God. I was like, I've got, bo- I, I was convinced I had botulism. <laughs> so then I went to Kaiser. And the new E show, Botulized. Botulized. Go on. <laughs> um, so, so I went and the doctor's like, yeah. <laughs> he was basically. I also, the other point I thought it was Stephen diving botulism. Ben in the butterfly. But, anyways, I don't want to bring it up. Go on. It's a serious <laughs> thing. He's dealing with it. Go on. No, I'm, I mean, so the, the doctor was like, you actually have like a very textbook case. And like, you know, I caught it really early and they, they gave me medication because I didn't realize that um, uh, Bell's palsy is actually a virus. What? Um, can, so, so you can turn it yes. around? I had no idea. Well, you just have like, I, I took antivirals. And I guess maybe because I caught it so quickly, you almost, like you, you could barely even see it. And so um, that's really scary. That God. really is scary, and I don't like how they it name it because it, it sounds like so fun and terrible. Because like palsy obviously is terrible, but yeah. bells are really fun, and it's like make up your mind, stop <laughs> making me like half into this disease. I actually have to well, agree with you, Ronnie, that I would say after Legionnaire's disease, which is the one disease I want because it's so fancy, I, well, fabulous Legionnaires, I, I and then I would scare too. Did, okay, why is Ben like? What is this like? The act? Well, okay. Wait, what was that show called? Ryan and I also had a measles issue. So 
Where so the fuck the would you get, get me? The, By the way, now I'm now I'm okay. actually wine drunk. For All the right. listener. Let me wait, let me tie up the Bell's palsy. Please, finally. Ronnie there. has to talk too. Go on. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Then we can circle back to poop on the floor, okay? Yes, I'm not <laughs> we'll done with my story. In. I'm joking. Go on. Let, let me tell you something. When you think that the two things that could be happening to you are either botulism or a stroke, and then you're told, oh, you have Bell's palsy, which is just a virus, and you can just take these meds and you'll be fine in about two weeks. Yeah, you celebrate. You're like, it's like literally yeah. not stressful. You're like, oh, it's fine. Um, I was just very lucky. Some people, their cases go on for, for like several months. Oh, my God. But the, the whole reason why I bring this up is because like – Clearly, the stress and the anxiety of like the world at large yes. was affecting me on on w- in deep ways that I was not aware of. I thought it was I was like I was like I, I was like I consider myself lucky that I was actually more or less chill and and happy at home, but I was actually being affected, and and that was the thing that I took away from this was that. Are you okay now? I have. I hear something with your voice. No. Yeah, <laughs> that was, voice, and now he's sobbing. I had Thanks, Michelle. In the throat there for a second. I'm and are you all right? Something happened just <laughs> <I> now. Got, <laughs> um, Listen, after this, I'm going on to like Mayo Clinic. Be like, what happened to my uh, voice for that by one the way, on the podcast? And then L- name I a clinic. To be grateful. Name a clinic I love more than the fucking Mayo Clinic because I'll put Mayo on anything. Girl, you know that. Yeah. I will schmear Mayo. Where's the white bread clinic? After a condiment. That's what I mean. We should make match clinics because yeah. I will literally eat Mayo on white bread like yeah, Jennifer Aniston. That's what I've learned that oh. I really love bread and butter more than anything in the whole world, and I can eat it every yeah. day and do. There's nothing more delicious in the world. You know what I learned from my mother? (laughs) European. Take a piece of bread, put some butter on it. Sometimes if you even want to put a piece of cheese. When I was little, I would watch my mom take bread, butter, and cheese. And I was like, this woman has mental illnesses. Like, who does that? I have a loaf upstairs. That shit is delish. God, it's good. Yeah. Mm. I think that's another thing. That's another thing from the pandemic is that like, um, I mean, I still always want to try to like, like, you know, get rid of this dad bod that I have hiding under here. But I also found that, like, it was really liberating to say, I'm going to be indoors for a long time. I can just, like, enjoy myself and not just, like, stress out every single you moment are always, I have a listen, carb. Ronnie, I don't mean to pit you two against each other, but, Ben, from since I've known you, you've always been extremely, in an understandable way, but different than myself, let's all be honest, uh, weight conscious. I feel like you've always been health. I, weight is not the right word. Health conscious. No, no. That's true. You've right. always wanted, you know, no, gym I would, I would and food. Obsess about Obsess. It. I would obsess Obsessed. about well, it. Ronnie, am I right? Yeah. I think right. I you're the approval of the gays. Yeah, but you're like logical. Michelle, I think when we talk about this stuff obsessively, it's more about like, oh my God, I'm so fat. Blah, 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 blah. Where okay, you're words like, in okay, my mouth. here's the problem. <laughs> I can't fit into my pants. And so here's the problem. I need to get a trainer and I need to eat healthier. And then you get a trainer and you eat healthier, which to me is just fucking crazy. Like, that's not how it yeah. works. Like, you pray or you, like, blame your mother or, like, you know what I there's did? something else that, that can solve this, you know. I agree mm-hmm. with everything you're saying, and I've done all of those things. But I went on keto for, like, a couple uh, – keto for me is – I'm, like, um, Vicky Gunvalson's daughter – uh, oh, no. Brianna, Brianna, a, she loves that keto. She lo- she does look good though. But she what I realized, great, yeah. I I was on her for like two and a half months, and why I like it over all diets because I like food, like I like tasting good food. Why it's nice is that you can eat good shit, but you just can't have sugar. But once your brain is like off the sugar train, it is very easy to cut sugar. Actually, it's once you realize yeah. like I'm not eating bread and sugar, you can just do it. It's not a big deal. The yeah. problem was I realized that like every day I was just eating hamburger meat. Like I was just eating same. I was like deep throating Costco hot dogs, sans bun, hamburger meat. Like, I, and I actually went to the doctor for my physical and my blood pressure, which I've always had the most healthy, beautiful blood pressure, was like skyrocketing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh my fucking God, because I'm eating nothing but salt and I'm going to die yeah. from this. So I stopped doing it. Like, I think two or that's a lie, maybe a month ago, actually. But, and now all I'm eating in London is like chips and dip and pret sandwiches, and that's it. And I'm going to die I, this way. It's just slower. Last year, I went on keto in June, and I did it until early October, and um, I lost weight. I, yeah, I, it does I, work. I was definitely like it, it worked. It worked, and I, and I was the same thing. I I, I was doing with the dirty keto because what's that? Know, sometimes that's when you're just like only having hamburger meat and hot, like you know, I like, have never heard that term in my fucking yes. life. Is I feel like violated. Dirty keto, Is that like junk food no. vegan. So like clean keto is when you're doing keto, but oh you're still like God. eating like avocados and you're salad. Like eating, you're like yeah, you're doing it like you're doing like yeah, like it's like clean keto. Like it's just exactly what you think <gasps> keto is. But dirty keto is when you're just saying 
I'm having um, <laughs> a wedge of brie or I'm having no, literally a, a burger. A I'd burger eat like parm cheese. crisps. I'll tell you exactly what I eat. Almonds. I would eat like nuts, meat, But you can't eat that parm. many almonds. You can only have That's a few That's my almonds. problem with ketos. They oh, say, oh, you can it. have some almonds, but then they still have all these carbs and shit. And you can't even have that. You know what? That's bullshit, though, because I you, still I would eat a fuck ton of like cashews and almonds and still lose weight. Like, it's not true. Yeah, because you're still largely going no carb. More yeah. Or less. And, and so like. That's what I, I mean. I would be sitting there eating like salami and like when you're just oh, eating just like disgusting. meat. I mean, Ryan and I, when I was on keto, Ryan and I went to Cleveland for one of our shows and we went to a steakhouse and I got this big ass steak with a like a giant thing of butter on top. And I was like, I'm allowed, I'm allowed. And it's like, that's dirty keto right there. And guess what? I got my fist. I went to the, to the doctor in, in last October. My cholesterol jumped up to nearly 300. Oh my God. Yeah, man. Yes. He didn't test. You know what? I got a physical right before I came to London uh, and my tests and everything else. I have not gotten an update about my cholesterol. I assume my doctor would have called me if I was like on the verge of death. Ronnie, do you remember when you and I went to Whole Foods in West Hollywood and you were buying nothing but cans of beans? Because I'll never forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember? (laughs) Where you were like on some crazy diet? Why? Because I make a lot of. Well, I'm vegetarian, so that's Mm. I don't eat meat, so it's a lot of beans. But also, I'm Lebanese, so I make tons of hummus. I've always got. If you come over, I've always got hummus and gravy. I love hummus. I'm like a. I'm like a city, you know. So yeah, but you were on some crazy diet where you were literally like, I'm buying beans. Like it was crazy. It was like it was like (laughs) Oliver Twist. I was like, get your beans. Like okay, go nuts. Like I don't care. But time we spent looking at soap. Why is that always a thing? Like the fancy soap. I hate. Can I say something? You just triggered me because Whole Foods Beauty Department is where genuinely like if if i could picture a world in which I'm imprisoned in my least favorite places, (laughs) the only place I could buy hair body makeup things would be the whole foods beauty department like that would be like my room 101 for beauty stuff because no one fucking hair hate natural luxurious. stuff you know what i mean no one like walks Please. around the whole foods beauty department with lux hair it looks like oh my god focus in that aisle it's it like really patty does. smith everybody looks like they dated robert maplethorpe <laughs> at some point i'm like do me a favor i need silken locks it's my signature look you can't serve to me some witch uh la bufana for those italians yeah. out there and then expect me to buy your fucking patchouli soap and that's Dude. i love a whole foods moment but yeah, not the beauty shit kiss my beauty. face it's all garbage i feel like sprouts is even worse because sprouts is like the same thing but cheaper but so you get like just the cheaper version now, of, i don't know if it's better to that it's cheaper or worse than i'll cheaper. tell you this i do buy things that are like i don't get animal tested stuff i assume at this point they don't really do that anymore even though my grandparents well known are buried right behind an animal testing facility in new jersey but do you know that story <laughs> Uh, no, I did not realize. Oh, yeah. My grandparents that. bought like some cheap land to get buried in. And it happens to be behind a Revlon testing facility, <laughs> um, a Re- Revlon animal testing facility. And I always joked about it because it's like a huge Revlon sign. And I'm always like, yeah, that's where all the chimps are getting <laughs> lipstick put on. And then we go to visit their graves. And the last time we went, this is not a joke. There was a fucking animal trap set up behind one of the headstones with fresh apples, like not browned apples, like fresh apples cut in it. And I'm like. Did a chimp get loose? Like, is there a rabbit with eyelashes on running around a cemetery? What is going on? My mom and I, meanwhile, sweet apples. My mom and I were like shooting tears of laughter. We were like collapsing in each other's arms, and my dad was like crying because he's at his parents' gravesite. It was horrible. My poor dad. We love him so much. Poor Mel. Anyway, poor Mel has to deal with so much. My mom and I are two animals. You know that we're just like animal people, and that's all there is to it. Um, well, I believe that sometimes chemicals are good, you know, like whole, foods, yes. whole foods, you know, that beauty stuff is terrible. Sometimes when you go to grocery stores and you see an apple that's like this big and you're like, oh, well, that's obviously GMO. Oh. But people worked for decades and centuries trying to make those GMO apples. I'm GMO. Into that. That's an art. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck the apples. I'm huge. I'm a big GMO person. <laughs> I I respond to things that are like me. So I like big oversized things. I like literally big, feel yams. like I am a GMO person because my head is bigger than everyone else is. Yes. Like even when I'm really thin, I'm bigger. Like I'm just bigger, you know, big boned or whatever. And no, I think true. it is GMO yeah. shit. I grew up on eating Little Debbie and drinking milk with tons of fucking steroids or whatever they put in it. What Not steroids. What am I trying to say? 
the girl hormones. Pro- hormones, hormones. Yeah. Yeah. Estrogen. And my mom thinks that milk made me gay because she thinks all the hormones and all the milk but I probably That's going to be the title of the episode, Milk Made Me Gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Harvey Milk. That's all there is to it. We just titled the episode, Milk yeah, Made Harvey Me milk. Gay. Yeah. Harvey Milk, Stonewall, Made Me Gay. Uh, I could see milk making you gay. It's a pretty gay yeah. drink, don't you think? I mean, of all, those, yeah, of all the schoolyard beverages... What's yeah. it's maybe Capri Sun? I would argue is gayer than milk. Capri Sun, I had a lot of as it well. Is. So that's a good point, actually. I Capri had a lot Sun of is sachet. It's like a sachet you have to jam with a straw. It never opens up, right? It, yeah. Wow. Yeah. First of all, it's like very flamboyant with its like metallics, and it's also just like um, it's, it's it also has like this thing like it's bragging that it came from Capri, which is also like very power gay. You yeah, know? <laughs> real Italians say Capri Sun. That's how I should start saying Capri. it. Capri Sun. Cap- You're right. Yeah, like Dorit. Dorit. Wait, can we actually talk Bravo? Because to have you on this podcast Please. and not talk Bravo at all is a we disservice. Have so many Bravo. Yeah, but also, like, truly, I'm not even joking you. I'm forgetting that we're making a podcast right now because I know. as someone who had, like, I actually did move plans tonight to tomorrow for you two, which I'm happy to have done. But, like, this is more fun than my plans. Like, this is well, really oh, fun. It's, all, it's really nice to talk to you. I mean, this is I haven't seen you in over a year, I don't think. At least by the way, Ronnie, yeah. at least two or three years. Really? Was at it least. that long ago? Yes. It was it was Thanksgiving two years ago then, right? It must have been because I don't I like don't go to LA for fun. Like I go, I mean, I actually almost did a few months ago, but then I was weird about flying. Like you oh, know, well, I'm, we saw I've you been... in New York, but it was to do your show, so we didn't like get to hang out, I don't think. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Did, that was <laughs> Oh no! I yes. saw you in LA no, that with was last uh, year. Laura. We were doing uh, Amy Phillips show at the same time. Yes, right? oh. and then we, yeah, that was all within like the mixture of that was okay. But I have to say something that after we did that taping together, you set me down such a hypochondriacal path <laughs> because my <laughs> what? What did I do? I always do that. But this what did is, I do? This, no, this is funny. You're gonna laugh. But like my, I was having like a spasm in my leg, and I was like, "Oh, I'm having a spasm in my leg." And you're like, "Oh, well, that could be the first sign of MS." It's true <laughs> then, because I had spasms. The next two months, he the did. next two months, I was like, "Do I have?" He MS? was looking that shit Do up every MS? day. He's like, "I'm cold. I'm looking at." I remember exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> I remember I was, I was, we was sitting at that bakery. Remember we went to that bakery right yes. after we recorded? And then I was sitting right next to her going, oh, I was like, my, my hip is fast. You know, well, it could be MS. <laughs> the reason why I said that is because I was having like spasms in my groin area and I Googled it and the like electrical shock spasms there. And the first result was MS. And then of course I dug my heels in because I was like, of course I have that. Because you know that some shit's coming to me. I just don't know what. You know what I mean? Like I took a DNA <laughs> test that said I was going to get Parkinson's. So like every day... What? I'm five times more likely than a normal person to get Parkinson's, according to my DNA. Oh, my yeah. God. It's scary. But less likely to get Alzheimer's. And honestly, between the two, I'm happy. Like, I'm like, okay, I'd rather... Don't you think? I mean, I don't know. I, think I, about I, it. I, I, Talk to me. <laughs> anyway, back to MS. Who would you rather? Parkinson's? Yeah, exactly. Fuck, Mary kill. MS, Parkinson's, or... Okay. But no, the truth is, is that I um, would obviously fuck Parkinson's because I was like, okay, good. Like, this is like fine because at least mentally I'll be with, like present. And you never know. They have like right. new medications and stuff. Anyway, I was sure that I had MS because of my groin spasms. But I got to tell you, I have not had them in at least a year. But that's why I knew so much about it. Well, that's good. Listen, let's talk Bravo. I just always think I need to drink more water. Like if I have like a spasm mm. or my Same. muscles stop working. That's if right. anything, I could have had like 20 diseases by now and just never known because I just drink water. And then I feel better. In all seriousness, having now polished off two thirds of a bottle of <laughs> Coturon Rosé, you're right. And I have the tiniest bottle of Avion. This is all the water I have tonight. Um, I've been nursing this. Let's talk Bravo a little bit because, so here's the truth. I'm not caught up to date on this week. I just got added to the screeners list. So this weekend, actually, during Lost Shares. Oh, are you not jealous. on it? Why not? Uh I, that's a great question. We haven't, that's a great question. You know what, we, we, actually, we actually haven't <laughs> tried in a while. There was a while where Bravo was like hating our asses. <laughs> so we were kicked off all the lists and we never knew why because we don't know anybody over there to ask. But it was uh, maybe like two or three I'll years ago. I'll send you ago. their email. Just and don't tell we, them where you got it from, but I'll send it stopped, to you. <laughs> we stopped asking um, and we, we heard maybe it's because our name was too similar to watch what happens or we heard things, but yeah, we never knew. But maybe, you know, it seems like things are good now since they had us on Watch What Happens and they're totally nice to us. So they're 
always lovely. Yeah. So maybe we'll try again because you know screeners. If you want, to look at how excited I'm getting. Like screeners, I see it. Me, that makes me feel invited someplace. Like, yeah, I watched I gotta it tell early. You- I wasn't on any sort of screeners list up until very recently. And it really does make you feel fucking fancy. But yeah. let me add, um, you never told me how watch what happens when I asked you. And then that I got, so we got fun. sidetracked. Talk to me about it. It was super fun. Uh, what was really cool was that it was us. It was also Danny Pellegrino and Amy Phillips and Ira uh. Madison. And so we all know each other. So it felt like doing this. It just felt like we're all chatting. And it was kind of funny because like Andy is like the big star and it kind of felt like we were all just like chattering amongst ourselves. It almost felt like Andy was like the new guy, That's even though funny. he was like the star and the host. You, you know, de- at least you in de- my clicked, mind, you declicked Andy Cohen, which is really <laughs> a feat. Yeah, but he was like he was cool, and um, I mean, it was very surreal. It was surreal to be on it, and then also to be on it from home. I and, know. Um, you know, it was. I was also just happy because so many people ask us if we've ever been on Watch What Happens Live, and like now we can finally say yes, we have been. I was on it once with Jax. I remember that. Which was, that was hell. Of all the people to be on with. Of all the people to be on with, you really. Were so savage to him. It was great. <laughs> well, how could you not be savage to him? He's yeah. he he's begging for it, you know? And I'm not nor mm-hmm. I'm actually quite a gracious host and guest, but when you have someone who's so hateful, you know, and and who eventually became quite hateful towards me, if you think you forgot about it, when I was hosting the 90 Day Live. TLC after show and you know he's a big 90 day fiance oh, person. Yeah. He was, mm-hmm. I think I blocked him. He was like brutal to me on Twitter. Like as though I didn't have enough problems doing that show where all the fans are like so mean. But it he was like a real fire starter for me. And I thought, you know what? What's fair is fair. Like honestly, I was like, fair. Like I get it. Well, works no, both ways, the, you but, know. No, but but the thing is this though, when people do that to him, he blocks them. And in fact, after yeah. we were on Watch What Happens Love, he blocked both Did he? of us. And we didn't even yeah. we didn't even that say was anything. our full circle moment with your story. He blocked us right after that, which was hilarious. <gasps> it's like, oh oh no, I won't get to see Britney make a different version of corn today out of a Oh, bag. fucking like, Britney also. So Let's talk about sad. Britney too. Like you know, that she's whole, a monster. she's a monster. I'm glad to hear you say it. Talk to me about that. Cause I've always known that, but people are always like, she's so sweet. She's not, she married like she's dumb Hitler, she, you know, come on. <laughs> she, she is, a, she is, a, she is a, she's an enabler to an awful person. That's right. And, and she is the sort of person who will look, turn a blind eye towards terrible things in both her man. And I believe also in society because mm-hmm. she has decided that she wants to have a fairy tale X, Y, Z. And, um, I just think that she's like, repulsive because of that. I'm sure she's like a very nice person to talk to. Like she's like perfectly sweet. Like, Oh, I love stars. I love stars in the sky. But like in terms of, that was literally, that was like the omen. Like something just happened to you. I don't even know. You (laughs) became a different person in that moment. (laughs) Go on. But but I, but I I think Jax is the worst. So method. Okay. Uta Hagen, like nice Britney impression. (laughs) Uta Hagen. (laughs) Love mentioning Uta on the show. Big fan. Yeah. I'll say that. Let's talk. Okay. I'm going to bring some shows up to you. Now, I don't mean to brag, but I'm going to mildly brag, which is that I believe next week, if not the week after on my serious show, I'm getting Wendy from Potomac. Now, let me say before. Love Wendy. I've grown. Wendy has really grown on me. At the beginning, you know, whenever they introduce a new housewife, there's that those growing pains of like, who does she think she is? I'll be honest with you, not to change cities so quickly. I'm really not feeling Elizabeth from Orange County. What do you mean all. you're not feeling me? I've been through so much with my <laughs> belly and ass. <laughs> I love her. Wait, for keep that. going, keep going. I need it. <laughs> I used Go to have on. a cabaret. Well, what I did was I ran to dinner theater and I met him there and I sang big spenders to him. And now look at me. I love. I, think I don't she, know if I could talk about this much more. Otherwise, burnt my throat. Another lawsuit my way. I think she, she is, is the so fakest. Yes. She's so fucking fake. I'm like. You with your fake teeth, her weird body, like, I mean, and I'm not shaming. I'm just saying something about that woman does not read as human to me. And it's very odd. The whole season of Orange County, I'm not up to date on this week. I'm going to watch it this weekend. But um, the only person I like is Shannon Bedore's boyfriend. Shannon always ends up with men that I would give it all up for. Why is that? (laughs) Well, I uh, I actually am liking this season of Orange County really? so far. I don't mind Elizabeth. She doesn't bother me. She is giving a little bit more friend of energy, but... Um, She's so fake and aware like, of the cameras. Oh. It's so painful. I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like it still juries out a little bit with her, but she, I don't dislike her. I actually think that Bronwyn's 
like alcoholism is fascinating to watch. I, I'm not like a lot of people are already like, uh, is this what the whole season is going to be about? But uh, I'm actually OK with it. And um, I've been I've been surprised, actually, by how much I've enjoyed the episode so far. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I don't necessarily need another alcoholism storyline because you know that that triggers me and I get very defensive. Like people are calling me an alcoholic. <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm wine drunk doing this show, I'm like like jerking off to the Bronwyn story. I'm like, okay, good. Like I'm like literally a bottle in basically at this yeah. point. But um, I agree. It's, I know what you're saying. I um, I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm over it. I don't know what it is. There's, Potomac is still slapping for me. Like, love Potomac. Potomac. It's, it's the a best, weird it's time for housewives, too, because the world has just changed so much, and people are really less likely to put up with the bullshit from these shows. Like, mm. you know, Ramona's, I don't, we're mass in the ocean, okay? Or like going to Trump parties or beyond the politics. I mean, the politics has gotten bad, but just anybody... There's just so many people that are trash, and I think that people are less likely to put up with trash right now. But then, That's a fact. Yeah. Then you'd be stuck with these shows with good people. Who watches those? I mean, I don't even know of any yet, but I'm sure they're coming. You know? I don't want to see Yeah, them. I mean, I still want my monsters, but it's going to be a little hard, I think, once coronavirus starts to really kick in on Orange County. I and know. Kelly Dodd starts, like, spouting bullshit about, you know, masks. And it's not even a real disease. It's like the black, black wives um, matter. What did she say? It wasn't black oh, wives. It was drunk something. Wives. She said, drunk, drunk, drunk wives. wives matter. Such an idiot. I really, I have to tell you, my mom likes Kelly and I... My my tank for defending anything Kelly does is at zero. Like, I have no time for her. I think she's despicable. Is she entertaining? I'll give her that. Like, she can be entertaining, but, like, in a way she's of a, watching yeah. Monsters, Inc. Like, I'm just like, okay, yeah, what do you do with that's this person? How, you know? That's how I've always watched those shows, you know? I mean, I, I yeah. watch with a really judgmental, shitty eye. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I'm just constantly throwing barbs and being mean. So, for me, it's kind of fun, but... um. Yeah, it's just a, I think it's just a stressful time in the world right now. And seeing it reflected on those shows is like, ugh, I don't want to watch Corona yeah. on TV. I don't want to. You know what? Corona has really affected my shopping mm, situation because it's it, it's saving me money. Actually, listen, real talk. Do I need anything? Obviously not. I have so much stuff. In fact, yeah. coming here, this is how stupid I am. I packed the most beautiful dresses to come here because whenever I come to London, always something very enchanting happens to me. So I'm like, oh, I'll for those all those enchanting moments. Like I'll need like a beautiful turtleneck dress and all this stuff. Michelle in London. Mm, yeah. No, truly. I'm always like in a little, what's the opposite? I'm in like the Buckingham Palace hat, the opposite of a beret. <laughs> Just in those. Like, <laughs> a tam. <laughs> yeah. And then I got here and it was like lockdowns happening. I'm like, okay, I literally brought like one pair of pajama pants. I'm an idiot. I'm wearing a cashmere sweater for this podcast because I was like, well, you know, I want to look pretty. I didn't put eyeliner on though, but it's all right. I would I would love for season two of Emily in Paris to be her just like running, jogging around Paris. And it's all like just locked down for a pandemic and her just being just like totally <sighs> snotty about it. You know season what? Two. I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. If there is a show I'll defend to the death, it's Emily in Paris. I loved every second of it. I watched it in one night and I found that everyone shitting on that show for me in this time that we're living in was a fucking Grinch. I'm like, you are a Grinch. If you were putting the show down, like, of course it's fake. Of course it's fake. It's done by Darren Starr from Sex and the City fame. Like, it's yeah. a fake fantasy show where you get to go on vacation with pretty people for yeah, six I don't hours. Need it. I don't need it to be real. But we're covering no. that in bonus episodes and we're just dying. Like, I'm... I'm <gasps> watching one every week yeah. and we're dying laughing talking about it it's fun to shit on I, it but yeah i'm, I'm enjoying yeah. it but you know the acting is and good I shit on it well you can do that too but i'm sorry well, it's well acted you know i love that gabrielle i won't hear otherwise oh gabrielle well he's hot no, the, i mean sylvie it's really all about sylvie she's the best me. yeah sylvie's great I, I actually think sylvie is like she is a really good actress i think that honestly like the the like i I love watching. I watched the whole season and I loved it. But at the same time, I also love shitting on it because as much as it is just this like cotton candy fluff and great escapism, there are also parts of it that are just like legitimately bad. Like there's just like bad TV making. And that's what's so fun to make fun of. Well, I don't agree. Which is what makes it part of the experience. As a daytime Emmy nominee, I'm strongly, as the only person on this podcast who's been nominated for a daytime Emmy, let me just disagree (laughs) that I think it's great television. (laughs) I'll always have that over you. Maybe not always. You might, you guys might get nominated or win um, Uh, when they put you on the reel, but you never know with J-Lo. Let me add. I'm going to go for a prime time just so I can be like, oh, let's (sighs) talk about your daytime Emmy some more. 
I mean, obviously yeah. I'm joking about that. It's like, I think I threw the certificate out. I'm not joking. No, I was like, okay, this is garbage. That's a fact. Um, wait, boys. And what else am I missing on Bravo? I have not seen the new Below Deck. Let me ask you this before we go, because I'm getting texts from the famous Tracy, who people think is my fake producer, because I constantly yell out, Tracy. <laughs> I thought Below Deck Mediterranean was like good, but also talk about dark. Like, oh my yeah. God, it had a real horrible energy. Who do you blame for that? Captain Sandy, Malia, Hannah. I like Hannah, as you know. Who do you blame for mm-hmm. it? Malia and Sandy, I do. Yeah. I think it was just really it. obvious that they've been over her. You know, Sandy's been over her for a long time and I guess can't get rid of her because of production. And I think that no matter what happens, it's like you wait for that moment to have that big fight with somebody. And even when it's not the best moment, you just start yelling at them anyway. <laughs> Because you've been building it up in your head, you know, and it's kind of stupid. I feel like that's what the whole season was. I mean, what she did was wrong and bad. And, you know, like you can't fight for her and say, oh, she didn't deserve to be fired. Of course she did. But the way it was handled was really. It was horrible. And you know what? And I love Captain Sandy. I've interviewed her. She's lovely. Her and her um, girlfriend came on. I think wife, girlfriend, I don't know if they're married or not, but they came on the show and they're very sweet. But like she had an edge this season of like almost like a Cheshire cat grin where I can't explain it. And I know her and she's lovely, but it was yeah. just like, I, oh, but she does I have felt weird. Smile. I have a weird, I have like a weird take, which is that I never got as mad at Sandy and Malia as everyone else did. Really? I was on, I was on Hannah's side um, and I, through all of that, but people were so angry at Malia and Sandy. Like they we're saying they were the worst people on Bravo, which I'm like, wow. Jack, it's obviously Jack, Southern people, charm. Death threats. Yeah. I, know, oh, yeah. And I just feel like people projected something onto them that I just didn't really feel at that level. And I, I actually think that like, I felt like the weaker part of the season was having to watch Rob and Jess, like for episode and episode. Oh, my with God. Kind of that was rough. I actually oh. blame Pete. I blame Pete because I think that, you know, Pete being a, a full on disgusting pig of a human being asshole posting that meme getting fired they had to cut him out of the episode and i think it actually kind of like fucked up the entire balance wait did they was he still filming and they just edited him edited him out they edited him out of the second half of the season is that true i didn't know that oh my god no wonder it was weird (laughs) yeah so i think that production actually like they They did a good job storylines how did they they edit him out of dinners and stuff i don't get it he He was was still there he'd be there no confessionals. You would see him was, there? I don't remember yeah. that. Sometimes. Oh, my God. You'd get, like, Every one little you'd get a line. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, that throws out, like, you know, these episodes have, like, arcs and A and B and C yeah, stories. Yeah, of course. And you, you strip something out, so it just sort of, like, makes it wonky. And I think that's kind of – I actually think that's why the vibe felt off is that production had to completely reimagine their storytelling for the second half of the season. Uh, you really rocked my world just now. I did not know that they left. I, I, this is like me finding out. I'm trying to think like natural born killers, like JFK's autopsy photos being edited. And I'm just like, I can't believe I'm trying to think of a re- like a reference that makes sense, but that really does shock me. Um, I will say I did find Rob hot as shit. And I actually got into fights with my mom about it. Cause my mom, oh. I mean, physically, I mean, I physically, physically personality. She was like a true demon, right? Jess. But physically, he was as close to perfect for me as it gets, being honest. You're very, wow. so you like, do you like get hot when you watch like Game of Thrones battles? Because he looks Obviously. like a Game of Thrones kind of guy. Yes, I'm a woman. <laughs> yeah, I have a vagina. Yeah, He's of course head. I get hot when I watch that. I know, All those like ginger giants. Slow, okay. <laughs> Forget it. That's my, yeah, yeah you haven't. You haven't matched me on flow. <laughs> when you match me on flow, we're gonna you're gonna know everything there is to know about me. Frankly, your Milan photos still have not. Oh, oh my god! Them. Wait, wait. We have to. I we have, have to them. actually. You have them. Well, they didn't actually, come in the text, but Ben in the email. If you look at um the PDF oh, go on. part of the email, you have to click the PDF. Oh, you'll see it. Oh, oh my god! Yes, okay, let's I'm end scrolling. on that. This is a fun. Thank you, Ronnie. I'm Full this circle. A whole bunch of reports. Oh my, Michelle. This oh is my. bad. I mean, this is really <laughs> bad. Is this like a demolition derby? Ben I mean, and Ronnie. Just to call back to episode one of this week. This is how we're rounding out this episode. Have you ever seen a car? In this bad a shape in your life. That's really, really bad. I mean, I mean it got it from the it, front and the back. Yeah. Th- that's what I mean. What happened to it? It looks like an entirely different car. It looks like a Prius. 
That's what I mean because they sh- they like knocked the trunk in yes, so much it got, it got I mean, short. Can we show the people? Are we allowed to show people? Oh yeah. Well, I'll that, post the, these pictures the on Instagram. But you see the baby oh, okay. shoe? It's like a little Nike in the back. It's so cute. What do you think no, happened? So it wasn't demolitioned. It was clearly in a rollover. Had to be. I mean, this is a, a hor- if it was an accident, it's a horrific accident. And I don't you, think and there's nothing in this giant report that I, says what happened to it. And let me add, by the way, that I don't believe, and this is how I know that this car was a fucking angel sent Jesus. to me. I don't believe there were any injuries inside because if you actually look at the interior of the car, the driver's passenger's back seat are all intact. It's only the front and the back that's damaged. And I want to shout out Mercury and Ford Motor <laughs> Company. <laughs> they should sponsor wow. me how Ford has not sponsored me I'm built like an F-150 anyway like they should literally <laughs> give me money no I'm big also, you can tell oh, the fact they put the license plate on the hood there just like pat it right on oh top oh my god my, remember my license plate 6 the 818 remember that Ben where I went to wait 10 second story before <laughs> we like, go you remember this you could be a hip hop star where I went to that's funny yeah. I went to the Ronnie I don't know if you know the story I'll make it 10 seconds and we'll wrap I'm wine drunk you have to forgive me <laughs> you have a call in like 2 minutes um, I went to the DMV in Santa Monica and the guy was like I said to him Jerry remember him he's such a nice guy Jerry at the DMV and I go Jerry can you please give me like a fun plate because I thought much like when you choose a cell phone number that he could like figure it out and he goes I can only give you the next thing that comes out of my drawer and I was like all right so he reaches into his drawer pulls out this middle envelope tears open the top pulls out the plate he goes do you want to know what your new plate is and I was like "Uh uh-huh and he goes six the eight one (laughs) eight And now for those who don't know, 818 is a Burbank area code in LA, which is where I drove the car. It looked like a personalized plate, like some weird Costco fan, like fan of the, you know, Burbank Connection, my favorite mall in LA. Boys, I cannot thank you enough. I've kept you here for an hour and a half, which I didn't think I would, but I can't let you go. I just, I adore you so much. Yeah, even um, though you try, you can't let well, go. Thank you so Genuinely. much for having us. This was really oh, great to talk to you. I want to come you see you in London. Great. How long are you going to be there? So I am here um, basically from, well, that's TBD. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I don't know. It could be, I'll be, can I tell you a 10 second story, which is that I only have this apartment for a couple more weeks and then Airbnb is down because of the lockdown. So the question is like, oh, where wow. will I live? We'll see. I may have to go back. But on that note, um, everybody, if you don't already listen to watch what crap ends, you're making a massive mistake. This should already pretty much tell that to you. Uh, they're just the funniest guys. You guys, your rapport, your chemistry with each other is such a gift. And I'm so thrilled for all your success. You guys have just, it really is crazy to see how you've blown up. I think you're like one of the most popular TV podcasts. Am I wrong? No. Oh, thanks, Michelle. Uh, thanks. Yeah, but it's been, it's been crazy. It's been it's wild. Been truly crazy. Follow them yeah. on Instagram and Twitter at Ben Mandelker and at Ronnie Karam. And obviously follow the podcast at watch what crappens on instagram right and then on twitter it's watch it's at what crappens what crappens. on twitter um i've had yeah. an entire bottle of let me just read the year out 2019 cote de provence rosé <laughs> it's a good year i'm just going to show it in the video so people do, i've not finished it but that's what's left so it's not the whole bottle but like two that's thirds good. that's a pretty bottle i've had Isn't two pellegrinos it's the first time i've ever been out with friends and had the least to drink um, well, I, it's also nighttime here, so I'm going to go. I, I have to go. Meanwhile, you're like, we know we also have to go. I, you know, I do that on calls. I do that on phone calls and people are like, I really have to go. And I'm like, no, no, one more story. And then I'm like, listen, I got to run. <laughs> you actually do that to me all the time. I always do that. I'll, I'll say anyway, Michelle, I, I always, go, I always go anyway, I got to go. Michelle, you go, no, no, I actually have to go. <laughs> I'm like, don't you dare go on me. I'm going to go on you. How's that? Target style. Yeah, you say not more than me. Not more than me. I always say not more than me. I hate that person. Not more than me. That should be the name of the podcast. Not more than me. All right. Uh, Kids, be healthy, be safe, be young. I love you all. Tracy and Alex, thank you guys. You Follow me if you like on Instagram at Mishkal. And also leave a review if you love this podcast on Apple Podcasts. I really love reading people's reviews. Like they're just fun to read. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you both for doing it. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram X. TikTok, all the things. Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.